and welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Johnson from Educating Earthlings. This podcast is all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. We talk about everything high vibe, including wellness, human design, nutrition, relationships, spirituality, meditation, hormone healing, crystals, astrology, female empowerment, and so much more. We'll chat with some amazing humans who radiate positivity, inspiration, and authenticity. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. I can't wait to vibe with you. Love and light from your host, Lexi. Hello and welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. We are talking with Amelia, and she is the founder and creator of Educated Earthling. Kind of confusing, I know. My, If you guys don't know, my blog and um, online little portal is called Educating Earthlings. So we actually connected because our names were so similar and we wanted to collaborate instead of kind of, you know, trying to fight over the name and all that stuff. She is a, um, she works with marketing and she does a lot of the marketing behind her brand, Educated Earthling is a clothing line and an online store and they also advocate for the vegan lifestyle and zero waste living everything eco-friendly eco-conscious all of that stuff and their their logos um or not the logos (laughs) their t-shirt designs are so cute um so go check them out it's educatedearthling.com and you'll be able to see all their super cute logos and all that stuff. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We definitely dive into how she created her online business and how she helped it grow so quickly. Um, and yeah, it's super fascinating to hear her story. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Hi everyone, I'm here with Amelia from Educated Earthling, and um, we are going to talk about her business, how she got started, um, and then how her energy type and human sign played into that. So before we dive into what you do, um, let's talk about just kind of like some fun questions to get to know you a little bit more for the listeners. Awesome. So how do you like to spend your free time? This is something like totally unrelated to any business that you do cool uh yeah because business definitely takes up a lot of my free time um but I think you probably know this already what I'll preach but I always just like to get outside um always hiking like Mm -hmm. I told you I was gonna go snowboarding today so I think just getting outside is one of my favorite things to do and I love yeah love hiking so Cool. What's like um, some of your favorite trails or places where you live? Because you're in Seattle or Portland? I'm in Reno, actually. Oh, Reno. Um, Yeah. I thought thought you were like a little bit over on um, the coast more. No. Okay. 
I, so like, I what, would. What are, your, what are your favorite um, spots to go around where you live? Yeah. So, so since I'm, I'm kind of like a nomad, that was kind of like my whole goal with like choosing this career path. So mm-hmm. I'm always in between here um, because my brother lives here. So Reno mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania, because that's where I was born. That's where my family is. Um, and I was happy to get out to Reno just to explore like the whole Sierra Nevada region, mm-hmm. um, like the high desert and like it, like there are mountains I can see out my window. And that is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And um, they're like 10,000 feet up there. So it's like it's desert where I am and it's beautiful and sunny a lot of the time, except today. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah, it gets super snowy in the winter, and, like, up top on the mountain, I was there yesterday, like, the snow is above, like, above our car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, it's wild, and yeah, kind of cool, because you can get, like, the best of both worlds here, and mm-hmm. it's a nice change for me um, coming from Pennsylvania. I mean, I do still love the East Coast, and, like, how green it is. I'm sure it's, like, super yeah. green in Minnesota, too. Yeah, well, not right now, but. Yeah, not right now, but, yeah. <laughs> it's like a tundra. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely like respect and love um, Pennsylvania and the East Coast and like the greenery because it's to- totally mm-hmm. not green here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like um, a different type of nature. Like a lot of people yeah. think nature as um, like walking down a path with like a ton of greenery and trees <laughs> around you. But yeah. nature is also just like mountains and desert and even like the snow and stuff too. So Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah. Like I say Reno, Nevada to people and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, I, I, I chose it. Like, it's, like, I like it here. And I would recommend other people like trying it out, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, okay. So next question, uh, we're going to talk about routines. So um, tell us a little bit about your morning routine, if you have one or an evening routine and any, uh, any other rituals you have throughout the day. Yeah. So I read that book, Miracle Morning. I'm not sure if you've ever oh, read it. No, I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I think it was like a lot of things that I knew, but it like encouraged me more to like put those things into action. Mm-hmm. Um, so since reading that book, I feel like I've kind of honed in on my morning routine. And <clears throat> I think I'm more of a morning person, like now that I do this whole entrepreneurial venture, only because... Mm-hmm at night, I just get like so exhausted. And you probably know, like staring at a screen all day, like at the end of the day, like I feel like I can't even read like my book. So it's like, it gets kind of hard sometimes. Um, But in the morning, um, I've started implementing like waking up around seven during the week, um, 6.30 if (laughs) I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, just brushing my teeth, washing my face. It's like the first thing I do. And then like drinking a ton of water, Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like to either meditate in the quiet with no mm-hmm. like uh, guided video or podcast or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes I've been using like the guided meditations just because I feel like they have some sort of music that will get you into like some sort of, yeah. like, I don't even know, like meditative state faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have dogs, so it gets a little difficult. Like they'll just like, they'll literally open the door and like jump on my bed. <laughs> Super difficult. Um, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, they're cute. Um, so yeah, water meditation, uh, and then that's basically it. And then I'll like start working for a little because I'm not really hungry right away. Mm-hmm. But I'll make tea, and then after like a half an hour of like popping on the computer, getting things ready for the day, I'll 
make breakfast, which is <laughs> super millennial breakfast. <laughs> it's like avocado rice cakes every day. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you use a, a meditation app when you use guided meditations? No, I don't, but I've heard, I, I don't know if you're like thinking of Headspace. Um, yeah, I use Insight. That's why I was asking. Oh, okay. I've like never, never heard of that. Yeah. yeah it's a I'm good gonna- one. Is it free? Because I know. Yeah, it's free. There's there are paid like the people who offer um, meditations. They have like paid programs. That's like a like a twenty day blah blah blah. So there's like workshops and other programs on there, but the majority of the stuff is free. That's super cool. Yeah, I know. I've I've actually been. I feel really good when I do it, and yeah. I, I think at first like people are like skeptical or like it's just hard. Like it is hard to just kind of like sit down in silence. Um, but I think even like 10 to 15 minutes a day, like it'll just help your whole mindset for the rest of the day. Like mm-hmm. this will find myself not getting as frustrated, uh, <laughs> over silly things. And, um, yeah. So I try to do 10 to 15 minutes a day, but do you normally do it in the mornings too? Um, I normally, normally I do something um, at the end of my workout, like a stretching meditation where I'll just like breathe into my muscles um, and then kind of like do a little yoga flow and then just like lay on my mat for a little bit and breathe. Um, but in the mornings during the week, I go straight to nannying at like 730 in the morning. So um, I kind of rush it a little bit. I wish I had a little more time, but soon yeah. I will be doing this full time. I'm in the summer. I'm so excited. I'm um, starting part-time gig. So I'm going to spend a lot more time on this business. That's awesome. I feel like you do a ton. Like, yeah, I do. The blog, you like create recipes. Yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah, totally cool. I feel like, I mean, I do a lot too, but it's not anything like people see. I mean, I'm like totally behind the scenes in my business. Yeah, you are. Um, and it's like, it's so much crazy work, but it's not like at the forefront, like creating a recipe and like posting about it or like creating a blog post and posting about it. Like it's like supply chain stuff and like design. Yeah. Work and- oh my gosh. We're going to have to talk about that later. I'm so interested in everything about like the supply chain and getting a whole clothing business up and running. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, do you have an evening routine that you try to stick to or do you just kind of like crash after a long day? Um, it's nothing crazy. I try to like around nine or nine thirty, um, just lay in bed and read for like a half an hour to an hour. Um, but half the time I'll like have to cut it short cause I'm just so tired and yeah, I'll just put the book down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it takes That's me sometimes nice. a long time to read a book, even though like I love reading and I want to do it more. Just sometimes it's hard to mm-hmm. stay awake or just I like totally get that. And like, you prioritize other things over reading. I do the same thing. Like I want to work on, work on like my business or whatever I'm trying to work on that day versus sitting down and reading a book. Yeah. And I I know it's like, so it's so good to just turn off your brain for a little bit and just like sit and read or whatever, but. God, it's so necessary too. It is. (laughs) Um, yeah. So any other uh, rituals that you kind of have before, after, you not, know, a long uh, work? Not really. I mean, I'll try to, 
I, I go back and forth about like the gym session. Like, yeah, <laughs> I like to just do it in the morning and get it out of the way, like on an empty stomach. I, I kind of feel like I have more energy then versus what I've been doing um, is going in the middle of the day, like breaking up my mm-hmm. day, which is nice. But then like, I find myself just getting too hungry, like for lunch and like looking forward to lunch and like wanting yeah. to cut my workout short. Um, so I'm still trying to find that balance and like what works best for me. And other than that, um, journaling, journaling is new. Uh, <laughs> like, and I'm having a hard time, like getting it into my schedule mm-hmm. in a concrete manner because it changes every day. But yeah, um, that five minute journal by intelligent change or whoever, um, that's definitely something else that's helped me alongside meditation for like the morning mindset. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love, I love, um, just like writing everything down. I feel like I can organize my thoughts so much better on paper versus in my head or speaking like yeah. out loud. So, yeah, it's I underrated. Think. It's underrated. It is totally. <laughs> um, okay. This one's a fun one. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would that be? Um, okay. So I have, I've had the same answer, I think for like 15 years, maybe <laughs> more. Um, and I remember looking into like the answers of this question and like what it says about someone. Yeah. Like those blog posts online. <laughs> Basically mine says that like, I'm like a depressed person and like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Wait, what's, what is the superpower? Know. <laughs> you know, yeah. How to build it up to that. Um, I've always wanted to just like be invisible and I don't know. Cause oh. like, I think cause you can slip away from the craziness of life and mm-hmm. like go unnoticed for a bit if you have to. I think like primarily the reason I did it and chose that one 15 years ago was that like I could hop on a plane and travel and like no one would know. <laughs> oh yeah. That you was, just, like sneak into places. Yeah, exactly. Not like buying a ticket or something. Right. Exactly. Like save money, <laughs> travel the world. That is so cool. Yeah. I love, so that, I love that one. I know. I, I always like, I r- always would like rethink my answer after reading like those blog posts online. Cause I'm like, oh man, like it's like people that want to like be invisible as their superpower, like want to slip away from the world and are like depressed. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. I feel like people <laughs> look too deep into it. Like psychologically, it's just kind of a fun thing that we like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, mine would definitely be teleportation. Oh, okay. Like, just be able to sit here and think about where I want to be and then like go there without having to like drive or get on an airplane <laughs> or whatever. Oh my so gosh. Definitely, yeah. Definitely I totally mind. agree with that one. I've driven across the country like three times this in the past year. Mm-hmm. And that's hours. probably a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, so how you drove from um, Reno to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few wow. times. That's a long drive. Oh yeah, forty-three <laughs> hours. Forty-three hours. Oh my god! Do you you stop though, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like a couple times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I think the longest I've done was like fifteen hours. Like at one time. At one time. Oof. Uh, and yeah, like similar to working on the computer all day, you feel like a zombie. <laughs> yeah, because it's you have to like focus on the yeah. road, obviously. <laughs> right. Like, it's, you don't, you don't realize how much like your eyes strain to focus on the road when you're driving until you're done driving. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, that was tiring. (laughs) I know. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, okay. Hey guys. 
It's Lexi here, and we're taking a quick break to talk about the sponsor for this episode. And this week, the sponsor, again, is Educating Earthlings. So I have a blog called Educating Earthlings, and it all started out for me as just a space to create um, some vegan recipes and hold myself accountable after going vegan. And it turned into so much more. I ended up starting coaching people on going plant-based or eating more plant-based foods throughout their day. And I love it so much that I created a online course. It's called The Plant-Based Difference. And it teaches you all about how to go vegan and um, how to go vegan sustainably. So you can stick to it. And um, that's on my website. You can check it out. I'll put the links in the show notes, obviously, so you can scroll down and just click on it. But um, one of my new passions, you guys, if obviously you know this by listening to this podcast, is human design. And oh my gosh, it's changed my life. So I have created a a new online program um, called Authentically You. And it's all about personal development and getting down to your core essence, your your energetics of your soul and how to use that with your everyday life. So we talk about your diet, your career, your relationships, and it's just so powerful. It it literally changed my life and I wanted to be I wanted to make it possible for other people to access this information easily and all in one place and um, yeah, so by the end of that Authentically You program, you'll be able to read your own chart. I know it's kind of confusing when you look up your human design chart online, and you'll be able to read your own chart, and you'll be able to read the charts of others. So this is a super powerful program, and it's such a powerful tool for personal development and personal growth, and just reaching your goals in general. So definitely go check it out, you guys. Um, Listeners, you will receive 20% off all online courses. So make sure that, yeah, you take advantage of those links that I have provided for you. And thank you guys for listening. Let's get back to the episode with Amelia. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep moving on. Okay. (laughs) Um, So your current obsession right now, and this can be anything – um, from like a food to a show or a book, like whatever. Um, honestly, it's gonna sound like a lame answer, but I think like entrepreneurship is kind of my current obsession right now. Like mm-hmm. I, even when I unplug from it, like I'm totally not unplugged. You're <laughs> so like thinking about it. Yeah, I'm always thinking about it. Um, always trying to learn and like find. Um, I want to find like a legit mentor, but like for now, I'm like. Instagram mentors like follow other entrepreneurs that are yeah oh but seriously that. you're killing it like I feel like you're totally in the right space and in alignment with whatever you're trying to do because I feel like your um, platform and like people who are talking about you like the whole ambassador program was such a good idea yeah. and like you're you're totally killing it <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks it's it's been quite the journey <laughs> a lot of ups and downs like really high ups really high downs but um 
high risk, high reward. That's kind of how I feel. And yeah, I'd rather spend a few years of my life like totally like head down, not getting that much play time mm-hmm. and just like working towards something so that like in three years or however long it takes, like I can mm-hmm. live my life um, how other people don't normally get to live their life, which is like yeah. financially free or location free or mm-hmm. I don't even know, just saying they built something like my corporate job was just so unrewarding. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk about like what you do and stuff after yeah. um, the this last question here. It's yeah. kind of like a double question. Cool. Um, and then we'll get into everything. So um, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, yeah, I always say I wanted to be like, I don't even know, I guess like a marine biologist and cool. like a do- like I wanted to work with like dolphins I think like yeah like I remember out. I remember wanting to be a dolphin trainer for a little bit and then now as like a vegan it's, I know. <laughs> it's I know. just like so like animals in captivity I know it's hard it's hard because the major the majority I feel um well maybe a little less than the majority in like captivity and stuff are our rescues, at least like in the Minnesota zoo. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's so many that's just for entertainment and it's like, know, it's messed up. Breaks my heart. <laughs> it is messed up, but there are awesome. I mean, there, there are awesome like wildlife conservation mm-hmm. recovery places too. not necessarily have to be like, um, people pay to go like look at them in a cage, but like, yeah, like more of a rehab center type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I did not know that when I was young, I just wanted to like be around dolphins all day <laughs> mm-hmm. or like be around animals all day. Um, and honestly, it's like still kind of my goal. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so now as an adult, um, hold on, I'm going to like take a little pause here. There's been times when like the microphone on your, on your headphones, like brushes uh, up against okay, them cool. and you can just like kind of peer it a little bit. So Okay, I'll hold it up. Let you know, <laughs> um, not Thanks. not a big deal, but it just sounds better when it's like yeah, away, flowy and away, yeah, away from your um, I don't know. I think it was like your collar on your shirt or something. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, <laughs> just so you know, thank you. <laughs> okay, back into it. So now, as an adult, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um. So. <laughs> I think now I want to be some sort of entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the goals, like long term, that I've seen or like keep coming to, at least like intuitively, or like if I meditate, like something like some vision I have um, would be to like have a nonprofit like alongside of my business. So I do donate a portion of profits to conservation, to mm-hmm. the environment. Um, but I would like to have my own nonprofit one day and kind of funnel into that. And I would like the nonprofit to be around like uh, some sort of like environmental sustainability education for children. Cause I feel like, cool. yeah. And I think, um, I think it's just important to just teach kids those things. Like I wish, well, I feel like I kind of, my mom always loved gardening. So I feel like yeah. I learned at a young age, like, you can grow fruits and veggies in your backyard and you can do it um, pretty easily without like having to consume all this plastic waste all the time. And not even that, but just like learning about 
nature and animals. And I think doing that as a young kid will just kind of breed this like compassionate side of you. And like, Mm -hmm. just, I think it's just kind of important. And hopefully for like, I think it's gonna be important for like the future of the planet. Um, Although like, yeah, like we have to be obviously doing things now for them to even like survive, but they need to like have the right education and upbringing in order to like understand why like we're doing things this way so like things don't repeat themselves which tend to happen mm-hmm. um and yeah I've always dreamed I, I always like think about having some sort of like educational kid camp like my friends are some of my girlfriends from college are like into um elementary education and stuff and I feel like yeah. it's so cool to like get all my friends and like have this summer camp where we like all like hang out in like the mountains mm-hmm. in Colorado for like a few weeks out of the summer and have kids come in and like teach them like nutrition and like vegan yeah. or vegetarian cuisine and like you don't have to kill a pig for every single meal of the day like it's not necessary and yeah um yeah more like eco like ecology ecology <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> more like ecology <laughs> education like yeah, yeah that word is high. is that is that how it is ecological I don't know I'm not really sure. I'm really not like an environmental science major or anything. <laughs> I just like like this stuff and I've I found it out kind of late, you know, after going to college. And- That's okay. I so many of us like do. I went to college for um early childhood education as well and even though I love kids and I love like spending time like at, with them as, as a nanny right now, um it's definitely not a space that I want to be in like public school system or anything like that. Um I did do that for one year and it was not, not like, it just was so energy draining and um yeah, it the the public school system needs some serious help. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it I could not be yeah. in that anymore. So I, I think like having like my friends were in similar majors and mm-hmm. although I didn't major in, well, part of my major was what I'm doing now, but although I didn't like find the right path for myself in college, even just the people I surrounded myself around college, mm-hmm. like a variety of different majors, like early childhood education. And like I had friends that were history majors. I learned so much more through my friends. Yeah. Through like a lot of my, I mean, my college education was great, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think like associating yourself with like all these diverse types of people really will just open a lot of information in the world around you. Like I learned about more of the environmental impact of our diets from a friend in college. Mm-hmm. And I learned about how screwed up like the public school system is than yeah. my friend in college. And like, I wouldn't have known those things otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like real interactions and like experiences we can learn so much more than just sitting in a classroom I totally agree (laughs) and just like diversity of thought like Mm -hmm. super super important yes I love that yeah um okay so before we dive into like where you came from and where you are now um let's take a look quick at your human design chart um so have you like I'm nervous that's no don't be nervous human design (laughs) is it's all good (laughs) um it's just how to use your specific and unique energy um in a way that serves you the best um and what we look at is like where society has conditioned us to be someone that we're not and kind of strip that away and become our authentic selves again. So 
Um, I've been enjoying watching your journey with like uncovering your chart and like finding yeah. like, yeah, like synchronicities between things you like and don't like in your chart. Um, yeah, it's so, so it's so much, it's so much fun. Like I started uncovering my own chart and then I started adding it in with like my clients and stuff and they love it. Even just like little tiny parts of it, like, oh, try to, you know, spend a little bit of time away from people or like little techniques that just to like decompress and feel more like your authentic self yeah. that people, I, I feel like so many people just can resonate with it. Even if you're not like into spirituality or like astrology or anything like that, it's yeah. like, it's, it's just so real. I feel like so many people can relate um, to their chart. So. Yeah. And if it's that real and if people can relate that well, like they'll become more spiritual probably. Or like- yeah, it definitely. And like, even if you just kind of use it as a tool, um, as like a personal growth tool, like that's awesome too. That's kind of what I use it for with, as for with my clients, unless they are into spirituality and open about it, then like, I'll talk a little bit more about like the, um, history and stuff behind human design, but, um, just kind of using it as a tool, uh, to become your best self is, is awesome too. So yeah. Um, you're a human design type. You recently looked up your chart, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, um, what type are you? What energy type are you? I have the photo on my phone. That's what I'm using. <laughs> it says I'm a manifesting generator. Yes. So manifesting generators, um, are a type of generator. So first you're a generator and then you also have this special manifesting like trait to you. So the, the manifesting comes when your um, throat, when your throat energy center is also filled in. Um, and then the generator part comes when your sacral center, like in your gut is filled in. Um, so all generators and manifesting generators have that sacral center filled in. And that's kind of like your life force. Like it's the drive. It pushes you forward. Um, it's your, it's like where all of your energy comes from. Um, and then that when you have the throat, um, energy center filled in too, that's like your go get them and like, go do it kind of, um, attitude. And when manifesting generators, um, when they sometimes, sometimes manifesting generators will like go do too quickly before their gut feels aligned and like drawn to something. Um, and then that's when like, when society might say like, oh, you have too many projects going on or like, oh, you always like quit before you're done with something like stuff like that. And that's, that's okay because that's how you test out things in life. Um, so, so as I'm speaking, do you like align with what I'm talking about at all? (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) At least like, um, growing up to, I feel like as children, you don't have like a lot of that societal pressure and like, you don't change your way of thinking um, based on society, you just kind of like are who you are. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, <laughs> embarrassingly enough, I felt like I would always do something and quit. And my mom, like <laughs> my mom had to like make a rule for me. Like you have to at least finish it. Like you cannot quit in the middle. Like if you play tennis for a summer, you cannot quit in the middle. You have to finish the summer, but then half the time I would always end up leaving. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, that's just like your, your inner energy self, like saying, Oh, this sounds fun. Yeah. Let's go do it. That's your manifesting part of your manifesting generator saying like, yeah, let's go try it. Let's go do it. But your gut wasn't quite ready. Like your strategy is to wait to respond to what your gut is telling you. Like you have to really listen to your gut instincts um, and kind of wait to take that manifesting step of like, okay, let's go do it. Like wait until you really feel 100% lit up and like passionate about something before you step into it. Otherwise it might be end up as a with tennis where you're like yeah. yeah let's go do it let's try it out it sounds fun and then you're like yeah this sucks I don't want tennis anymore <laughs> and you know what's funny too I mean I did a lot like I did karate I did softball I did soccer which I stayed with um but I ended up like revisiting tennis like later in life oh. yeah and I love it that's, so cool. <laughs> so- that, that's cool maybe now you're um you align more with whatever tennis is bringing yeah so that's cool um okay so one more thing that i want to touch on too with your chart is your authority um and i just did a blog post on this not too long ago about your authority and it's it's the way that you should be making decisions um according to your energy that you hold so um it's it goes with a specific energy center so for you Um, It's your emotional center that kind of has authority over the rest when you should be making decisions in your day-to-day life. Um, And when you have emotional authority, I have this as well. Um, So when you have emotional authority, you kind of are on this ride. So you, you hold your own emotions that it's closed. So, so that's part of you when, when you see an energy, energy center that's closed or filled in, that's part of you. And, um, like you feel that yourself versus it's open and you feel it from others. So when it's closed, it's your, your emotions. Um, and you kind of ride this wave of your own emotions and you feel the ups and you feel the downs so deeply. Um, and when you make a decision, you have to wait until, you have felt those ups and downs clearly and you've come to a place where you're not like um, you're not going to be swayed by how you feel in the moment. So you kind of have to wait until you're at a, a cool and calm level um, to make those decisions and then look back at how you felt and, and take that into account because it is your, your body and your energy trying to tell you something. Um, but it's also, it, it's, it's also going to, um, like change how you feel about that situation. So you, you always have to wait until you're very like cool, calm and collected and then step into the decision-making process. Awesome. Yeah. And that has been actually really hard for me because society tells us to like, you know, make a decision right away. Like, why are you taking so long to make a decision? You need to you need to like choose right now. And it's, it's different for everyone. So yeah. 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 I always did. I've always seen that quote. I don't, I think it's a quote at least. Um, someone saying like, never make a decision when you're at a low point. Mm -hmm. Or even at a high point too. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're too overly excited about something, it, it might not be right for you energetically. It might just be, it might just be like, an energy sucking event or whatever. Like if you get excited about something, that's great, but, um, you don't have to make the decision right away. And this too can be, it's, it's for like bigger major decisions in your life. Like if you're going to order 
something off a menu, don't take forever, you know, (laughs) like something like that is, um, is different. Like it's not going to super affect like your energy that you hold inside of you. Right. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Use it, use it as a tool and use it, um, use it how, how you can. Yeah, totally. That's, Um, it's kind of cool to, um, hear about because I've, I haven't really been diving into the human design, but I think I know like that human design is part like astrology, right? Yes. A lot of um, what's in your chart is determined by the sun and the moon and the, like where all the planets are when you're born. So. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, But I did recently discover like my moon sign, which was like a Pisces. What's your sun sign? A Leo. So like very. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, um, August 29th year, August 22nd. So I'm a, I'm a Virgo. I'm like the beginning of a Virgo, but, um, yeah, that's so cool. I I know another Leo and she's, uh, also a manifesting generator or no, she's a generator and she, um, owns a business too. I I hope to have her on the podcast soon. Um, she does does, uh, a plant-based, the clothing line plant-based it's based in Minnesota and she's also starting, um, a, a food truck. Here. nice yeah, that's, that's so cool yeah I'm excited I hope I, t- I hope to have her on soon but yeah. um yeah that's interesting that a lot of people who have like similar energy types are have similar like astrological mm-hmm. uh, signs and stuff too yeah I've just like recently dove into this like emotional side of me which yeah your moon sign right yeah yeah and now that you're saying my authority is like more emotional makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah, and my, I, it's just something to be aware of. Like, totally, it's, it's always been there, but I just like was always. I don't know. I just never really brought it to light. I guess it kind of it kind of gives you an excuse to just be yourself without like judging it or letting others kind of like sway your decisions or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So now that we know a little bit more about your human design chart as a manifesting generator, you're totally thriving. Um, what have you done um, to be where you are today? Where did you come from? Let's talk a little bit about like, maybe what did you major in? Let's, let's start back like in college. Yeah. What, what did you major in and what did you think you were going to do with that? And then where are you now? Yeah. Um, so I'll take it back a little farther too. I guess in high school, like I took, um, I took like a few business classes and I just kind of loved it. I think, mm-hmm. I think this was something I was good at intuitively knowing about myself. Like I just was kind of drawn to it. And then I ended up doing like FBLA. I'm not sure if you had something like that at your school. What was, like was it called? FBLA. Is it like a, it's like a business club? Yeah. Yeah. I think we had, we had DECA. DECA. Yeah. I was going to say that. So, um, I did FBLA and I don't know. I just like loved it. I went to like States a few times, like state competitions. Yeah. And I I mean, I wasn't, I don't know. That's just kind of like where I fit. I liked math. Um, but I didn't like that much of science. I liked like the math part of science and um, I'm also creative, so I loved, I did like ceramics, advanced sculpture, ceramic, like ceramics, I don't even know what it is, honors or whatever, AP ceramics, I don't even know. Cool. Um, yeah, so I thought like with marketing or with business, I could probably like tie the math side of me that I liked, like the mm-hmm. 
logical reasoning answers, like concrete um, data analysis things versus um, the art side. So kind of combined the two, went to college and I majored in marketing and finance. Um, looking back on it now, I really just wish I scrapped the whole financing because I mean, I went through this whole major, I did great. My first job in the corporate world was corporate finance. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you do with corporate finance? My dad is in finance and he's more of a financial advisor. So I'm okay. wondering, um, like what, what did you do? In- yeah, I was, I did a financial advisor internship oh. too. So I kind of got a taste of both things. I think yeah. I wasn't that crazy about like the clientele part mm-hmm. of it. Um, but that was just then. Yeah. And I think it was just because I really, it just wasn't something I was totally passionate about that I didn't like the clientele aspect of it. Um, but now I feel like I'm seeing myself like geared towards, like, I like that. I like what you do with like your clients and yeah, uh, I want to eventually probably dive into something like that. Um, but it's just something I'm more passionate about. But with corporate finance, basically, it was basically like glorified accounting, mm-hmm. to be honest, like budgeting, um, profit projecting, revenue projecting, how to cut costs, working closely with engineers or marketing people or supply chain people to like figure out how to best optimize their spend and their budgets and um, super fun stuff. (laughs) Lame stuff. And I weirdly enough, like I liked my corporate finance class in college. And I think that's kind of why I veered towards it. Like my professor was this woman who like literally had like four different degrees in finance somehow. Oh yeah, it's just crazy. But she was like a boss. And I think it was just cool and motivating to see like a woman like, yeah, just totally owning it. People like people struggled so hard in her class and she just, she just really was a good teacher. And I think that kind of veered me in that direction. Um, so yeah, I got a job in the corporate world and finance and then literally like a year and a half in I was so miserable yeah oh my (laughs) god miserable and it it sucked because I was like how could I have like let myself get to this point like and a lot of it probably just stemmed from me not really listening to my gut or doing what society tells you like major in something that's going to be stable and you can Mm -hmm. pay your debt back with and you can probably get really good pay out of college with and um and I did all that. And then just when I got there, it was like so bland. And even like the people in my like, well, some people I definitely got along with, but um, every day, every day I would literally go into work and be like, oh my God, you guys, I have this business idea. I was like, oh my God, you guys, I have this app idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's what I would do like every single day. And me and my friends would like get coffee at work and I would just like talk about these crazy ideas and they would be like my devil's advocate. They'd be like, all right, well that wouldn't work because of this. And it was kind of fun. Um, I'm still friends with a lot of those people actually, but, uh, yeah, I just decided to, I, I met my boyfriend, um, and he, I actually met him abroad when we studied abroad oh, in college. Where, where were you guys, um, abroad? In Italy. Cool. And so it was a, it was like a business program in Italy that yeah. you did. Yeah. That is so cool. Oh, oh, I've, I've been to Europe once and it was, I was in London and visiting a, a friend that lives there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would love to go to Italy. That sounds amazing. I like recommend it to everyone. Um, Uh, What was your favorite? Glad I got that opportunity. My favorite what? Like place? Like in Italy. Yeah. (laughs) 
just like everything, like the culture, it's just so different. Like, I don't know. It it was kind of like one of those things where like, everyone's like, oh, like you'll learn so much, like just go and study abroad. You'll learn so much, blah, blah, blah. And like, or travel, like just travel. Mm -hmm. You you hear all these people like, yeah, it's an education in itself when you travel or whatever. And you're like, okay, like you don't really get it until you go. And I think that was just like the coolest part for me. Mm -hmm. And then it just like totally uncovered this like, love that I've had for traveling um cool I just got goosebumps I feel like you um you definitely learn a lot about yourself too when you travel yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you you kind of have to like spend more time planning and figuring out like what you want to do like are you are you going to plan everything out or are you going to like just kind of wander and see what the city is like and yeah traveling by yourself I was in London almost by my by myself for the majority of the time and it was it was crazy like just to because I've always had someone like by my side you know mm-hmm. like my parents or like a boyfriend or whatever and it's like it was so cool just to go travel and like do my own thing I would definitely recommend it if you've never but <laughs> uh yeah I, I haven't actually done it myself I think I'm like probably a little bit nervous and I was so nervous <laughs> yeah I think a lot of things that's something I think I like have to get into too. Just like doing more things by myself. Like I'm yeah. okay with it. But like, I, I feel like when you see people like alone in restaurants, I'm always like, wow, I would never do that. But like, why not? Yeah. Who cares? It was, it was so crazy. There was a, there was this vegan restaurant that it, it was actually vegetarian because some of their beer and wines weren't vegan, which I appreciated them like saying they were a vegetarian restaurant, not a vegan restaurant, but all of their food was vegan. Um, and I was sitting there and I, I really wanted to go and it was raining and I like walked into this place. I was like trying to find it on my happy cow app and like yeah. Google mapping it, like walking in the rain by myself. And I finally got there and sat down at a table and like, it was so, I was kind of in the corner, like, so no one was really behind me and I could see everyone. And it was, cool. it was just so relaxing and so cool because I was by myself and I was just like drinking some, some like wine and I was eating my like pad thai dish or whatever that I had and it it was just like so peaceful I like I made it like a habit to not be on my phone as much too during that trip and just kind of like do it when I'm trying to like communicate with somebody versus like be on social media all the time and it was so like I loved it it was yeah it's really just like liberating like yeah (laughs) like you're just kind of like whatever comes to you in that moment like you'll just flow with it because you're in like a new place you're like super vulnerable I feel Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can relate like when you go on hikes and stuff too you're like a little bit more disconnected and oh yeah yeah yeah. that is so cool yeah um where were we speaking about we're in college yeah so I met my boyfriend there okay was where I was going um uh but we we didn't start dating then we like had different partners um and then, like, two years later, as I'm in my corporate job, we reconnected. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, out of the blue. Like, we were both recent, both recently out of a relationship. Um, <clears throat> and, like, the timing just worked out really well. Like, not that's every awesome. time. Like, yeah, every time we're, like, out to dinner, we're always like, wow, who would have thought we would be with each other right now? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm, I'm that way, like, all the time with um, this guy I'm seeing right now. I'm like, how did we get here? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where, what's the like escalation of this relationship? How did we get here today? It's so crazy. I know. It is so funny. And I'm really thankful that it happened. I think that it just, the universe was just like coming together for me because totally. 
um, he was finishing up school at the time and he's like, I just don't like interviewing tons of people about their jobs. And he's like, I just don't really want to go to this corporate world. I want to pursue entrepreneurship. And I was like, that's awesome. Like I've always wanted to do that, but just like, honestly, haven't had like the guts to. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of got me like in that realm and like exploring so cool. it a little bit. He got me like on YouTube, like checking out YouTubers, like they're technically entrepreneurs too. So, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I was just kind of like, like just exploring the whole realm. And then, um, he just learned a ton about it and like, just encouraged me and saw how miserable I was at my job to Mm -hmm. just dive into something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So what does he do? Um, he does what I do, but Mm he, um, he does it like he, it's just like drop shipping. That's what basically people call it. Um, he doesn't really have like a brand like I do. He wants mm-hmm. to build one, but he just kind of was testing the waters with like just selling things online and like learning yeah. mentors on YouTube. So oh. he basically does the same thing as me. We work literally side by side every single day, <laughs> um, which can obviously be a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Um, so yeah, he kind of like encouraged me to quit and dive into this and he's Mm -hmm. in like a really strong support system for me um when I feel the highs and when I feel the lows and like I want to give up and quit like he's like people who quit will never make it happen like you know that right so Mm -hmm. um that's kind of how I got to where I am so I've been I quit my job exactly like a year ago actually nice congratulations (laughs) thanks um yeah it's been a wild ride (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So when did the idea spark for educated earthling? (laughs) Um, when I was, when I was at my corporate job, I was living in California. They had moved me there, Southern California. Um, and I was, I just had become vegan. I've Mm -hmm. been vegan for like two years, a little, yeah, two years, probably exactly now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had just become vegan and I was just learning all this information. Like, mm-hmm. I was like holy crap, like, how did I not know? Seriously. I yeah, know. I felt the same way. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how, why? Yeah. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> why, why do we have to treat animals that way? And, you know, I did always know about like the whole animal side of it, but, and I do super, like, extremely care about animals and always have. And, to be honest, like, I feel like I didn't really eat a lot of meat in the past, but it still doesn't, like, justify me, like, totally being ignorant of the fact of, like, what we're doing to animals on a regular basis. And, like, what what I like to say to people who kind of feel guilty that they, like, weren't vegan sooner is that it's not your fault because it's how you were raised, but but it's your responsibility to, um, like, take control. Yeah, when you know. It's okay that it's only happening just now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then like beyond that, I had just, I started learning more, excuse me, about like other environmental things like straws and plastic and like how that stuff doesn't go away. Um, or learning about like wildlife populations and deforestation and like palm oil and all this random stuff that like the whole veganism world kind of opens you up to yeah um yeah and like forever 21 and h&m and like 
slave Fast labor. Fashion. Yeah. yeah. Just like crazy stuff. And, um, I was like, wow, like if I'm uncovering all this information and I'm changing the way I view the world and changing my habits. And if I can influence or educate others on the same things, like maybe they'll want to make a change too. So so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that was kind of like where I had the idea. And um, I think I was like struggling. Well, not really struggling for a name. I always liked the word earthling. And then mm-hmm. I was looking for other words that started with E, like enlightened earthling, which was an option or other things. And then I found the domain educated earthling. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Cause it kind of combines like the two things like I want to kind of portray in this brand like educate people on things yeah. that they might not know and then just realize that we're all literally here together like no one is above or below another like yes I so yeah and then <laughs> I literally got the uh, Instagram name and I was like typing myself in one day and then I found you because I was like oh my gosh who is this person that's like it's educated earthling. That is so crazy. Like it's, sim- it's so similar. So I like yeah. looked through your stuff and everything. I was like, that's so cool. Um, I know I looked through your stuff like a year, like a while ago, because <laughs> right when I got the Instagram and I was like, had the website and everything I uncovered you. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I messed it up. Like I'm either like ruining her business or like people are going to mix us up or whatever, but that's okay. I think it has happened a couple times on Instagram, but otherwise, <laughs> but other where it's like someone has tagged me when they're wearing one of your shirts. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just like respond and I'm like, oh, you got the wrong one. But, <laughs> but I feel like um, it's it's really cool. I I kind of felt a little, to be honest, I kind of felt a little bit like I can't think of the word, but I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer that it, there's someone so similar similar named, um, but then as I kind of like let that emotion pass and like come to a calmer state, like my emotional authority is coming through. I, um, I realized that like we could come together and like do a lot of collaboration and like bring each other up versus like yeah. trying to fight over something silly. And plus like you are in the um, apparel space and I'm yeah. more in like the health coaching space. So exactly. It's, it's like a completely different business and yeah, it's, it's, I know. it's totally fine. And like, we can, um, make it, make it more of like a collaboration or, um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And I'm glad we, or I don't know who reached out to who, but I'm glad we just kind of like, yeah, I'm glad we connected. Definitely. I think it was, I realized that you had followed me and I never followed you back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just realized I never followed you back yet. And like, I just reached out and was like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I know. I know. I felt bad at first and I was like, well, I've already come this far. And like you said, such different. Yeah. Uh, it's so, it's so different. And it's yeah. like, if things like this happen all the time and I feel like it can, like if, if people are like catty or like, annoying about it it can totally ruin somebody's business but if people come together and are like yeah yeah we we both are have like similar names but like it's not it doesn't like make us um like I can't think of the word but it it doesn't it doesn't make us um like enemies or like like it doesn't need to be anything negative. It's if anything, it should make us friends because we obviously exactly. Think- <laughs> and like my process to get 
educating earthlings was literally the same thing. I'm like, I want to do something with earthlings and I want to educate them. And like at first my idea was doing something like with children in the future. So that's why I wanted to like get the education piece in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now, now it's like, it's so much more than I thought it was going to be. So. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome though. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, so you got the name, um, you started and I feel like your business took off pretty quick. Like, can you, can you share some marketing tips or, um, a little bit behind how you started to, um, share and influence like the Instagram world and like your website and stuff like that? Yeah. So, um, I honestly kind of just looked for competitors for like um, guidance, I guess. And like whatever they were doing, yeah, it was obviously working. So I was gonna try to figure out how to make it work for myself. Um, so as far as like a marketing perspective, I, this was like a great opportunity for me to like dive into my whole marketing major, which I feel like I really never got the chance to. Um, so basically just a lot of digital marketing. Like I started off just doing Facebook, Instagram ads, um, they can how be, do, how do ads work for you? I've heard so much about, um, like the positive and negative of ads. Yeah. They, okay, I mean, sorry, one second, answer that sure. question in just a minute. I'm going to get my charger really quick. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I've, <laughs> I really jumped into this whole venture really quick. Um, but I have seen Facebook like steal all of my money, but I have also seen Facebook like print, not even print money, but like connect me with people that like totally love my brand, which is like mm -hmm. so cool. And like, honestly, when Instagram changes the algorithm, it's so hard to do things organically anymore. Like some accounts you see that started like, I don't even know, three, four years ago, they grew so fast because like yeah. the Instagram algorithm, I feel wasn't so restrictive as it can be today. Totally. Um, I agree. It's been, I've, I grew like pretty quickly in the beginning and then totally plateaued within the past like year or two. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but the ads, like ads, uh, when your ad is doing well, um, that just gets me followers, um, super, super easily, which nice. is great. Yeah. Um, I'm not you a couple tips like for listeners that may be in the same situation where they're trying to grow their business, um, via Instagram, yeah. Ad, ad tips for Instagram? Yes. So first tip is when Instagram says, hey, this post is doing 95% better than your other posts. Like, do you want to promote it? Don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, yeah. I, know. I would say do not do that because I kind of feel like a lot of the time it's a way for Instagram to just kind of like capture people's money. And sure, your posts will get boosted and delivered to people, but I don't, I don't think your money is going as far as it could when you do it like the right way, I guess, mm -hmm. which would be like through Facebook. Um, okay. So, so do you link like your, obviously your Facebook page and your Instagram is linked, correct? Is linked. So yeah, do you totally push linked. it through Facebook then? Or yeah, how does that so work? on Facebook, if you create, uh, I think it's like a business you have to create a business manager page for your mm -hmm. company. Okay. Um, you have like a page, but then there's a separate, it's not that intuitive, honestly. Um, <laughs> there's a page, but then you have to create like a separate like business manager page and then it will show you like 
audience insights. Like who, Mm. yeah, if these people like your page on Facebook, what other pages are they liking? Um, and what ages are they and what gender and where are they? And, um, it, it, like that is a like super powerful tool, but then, um, they have, you can do like ads manager. Mm -hmm. That's where I basically create all of my advertisements. Um, and I could go so far into it because it is this whole realm. But basically, like, you choose the type of campaign you want to run. For me, it's either, like, a brand awareness campaign or, like, a conversion campaign. Like, if I have a, a cool design that I want people to see and I think people will resonate with, I'll do a conversion campaign um, for them to And that's, time. like, bringing people to your website to buy the product. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, but then there's tons of other campaigns out there. So, like, you can do a video views campaign if you just kind of want like brand awareness, like it'll deliver. Facebook knows so much about people. Um, it's kind of creepy. It's kind of <laughs> but- messed up. Like people are always like, don't you think that's messed up? And I'm like, yeah, but you sign, like you agree to their terms. So one part of me feels like that creepiness is like super intrusive. Um, but then at the same time, the other part of me is like, okay, well, we signed up for it. We can leave it at any time, delete mm-hmm. our data. Um, and also, I think in this social world that we have now, um, people want advertisements that apply to them. Like, if you get an advertisement for something that you're really not interested in, you're going to be like, why am I getting that? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then when you get one that you're super interested in, you're like, oh my God, it hears me. Like, yes, my, it's funny. my mindset is like, oh, like shit, I'm I'm gonna like spend all my money at the, on this website now. Like, oh, yeah. why did this website just pop up? Like, now I need to buy like this sweater or something. I, I know, I know. Um, yeah. So I think in the in I think before like advertisements that didn't really appeal to people could kind of pass through your radar and it not be a problem. But now that we're like, there's so much data on the internet and stuff, people want these advertisements that appeal to them. That's why YouTube is always like, oh. Um, did this ad for fidelity like apply to you? And you have to like answer yes or no because it's gonna tailor what they deliver to you because mm-hmm. they want it to be kind of customized. Mm-hmm. Um, so Facebook knows who to deliver your campaign to, depending on what you do. So for you, for instance, uh, we could always like I can always talk to you about ads too if you are interested in doing something like that. Um, but for instance, for you and your health coaching and clientele you would probably want to do like either some sort of lead generation campaign or like mm-hmm. um, a message me campaign. And like you would have mm-hmm. an ad about like, like, Hey, I'm Lexi. I've helped these types of people um, accomplish this with my health, health coaching career. Like, mm-hmm. does sound, like, does this sound like you? And then you can have people message you directly on Facebook and be like, Hey, like I might be interested. Um, or it would be, I guess on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just all these different types of campaigns. And I think depending on what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to give, um, that you can kind of tailor what campaign you want to run with Instagram. Otherwise, it would be you paying Instagram to just like boost your post to a few people. Yeah, that makes total sense. I, I always see that um, on like, pro- it's probably like half of my posts that, that say like, oh, this post is doing better than 85% of your other posts. You should boost yeah, it, boost more it. traffic. And I'm like, is this really going to help me? Like, I know nothing about marketing. So yeah. I honestly didn't learn about any of this stuff in my marketing degree, which is kind of funny. You learn more about like- Kind of like trial and error and stuff like that. 
for, for what I'm doing For now. what you learned. Yeah. For what you learned, like for educated earthling. Yeah, for That's sure. Cool. Oh my gosh. I could totally see you selling like a little mini course on like a little crash course on like ads or something like that. I know. I, I actually like, um, there's a lot of businesses, like small businesses that like kill it. Yeah. Um, but that don't do ads at all. And I'm like, True. you could probably really like blow up <laughs> your business. <laughs> Um, really, oh, so you have like this little secret. <laughs> I feel, I feel like you have this little secret that you've totally figured out. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's not really, like there's so many people that do it ten times better, like way better than me. Um, and my boyfriend actually, he teaches me a lot. Um, but I'm actually gonna probably help this local business in Reno, really cool bikini company, help with her ads because she's killing it, but she's never ever touched yeah ads in that way. Me totally start charging for that too. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's what you are doing, but like your time is worth Oh yeah, money. So <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah, I'll probably end up doing some sort of like percentage fee. Cause like if I can drive. X there you go. Money, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Commission. Than just like a flat rate maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're smart. You're smart. You're in too. The business mindset going. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love conversations about this because I feel like um, like with what I do where I'm always just talking about people versus, versus like business and like the whole back end of everything. So this is, I love this conversation. I know. Yeah. There's a ton that goes into it. So you can always talk like offline if you are interested. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So you started running ads and you did ads almost right away, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of what I learned. That's kind of like what I, yeah what I learned how to start basically. Okay. So you got the ads running, um, and you started pushing like selling products and stuff like that. Can you share with the listeners your process behind like creating the designs? Um, mm -hmm. and then like creating the designs, doing the photography, taking pictures of everything like that. And then, um, how you push the product out. Like, do you have like, so, like, push them out yourself or do you have like a program that you use where it's all stored in a warehouse somewhere? How, how does that all work for you? It's, it's totally evolved. Um, even in the past year, like the amount of change that I've gone through is crazy. Um, but I'll keep it pretty simple. I was like starting to do the designs myself and I still do some design work myself although I never majored in graphic design I kind of like bought illustrator um and taught myself a ton of things because I didn't really want to spend the money at first to like hire someone mm -hmm. like super legit which I should have done at the beginning but <laughs> you live and you learn um I wasted probably like a lot of time uh just trying to do things myself um but that's something I wish I kind of majored in now looking back like screw finance and do like marketing graphic design because yeah I do like that art part and business is always going to have like that data and that finance side but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I wish I majored in graphic design I started doing that myself and then I don't know I just I read like a ton of business books or like my boyfriend will read business books and tell me like you really can't do everything yourself. And if you do, you're just not going to grow as fast as you want to. Mm -hmm. So you can either like outsource and spend money on someone else and like take a risk or, and, and move faster, grow faster. Um, or you can just, um, 
do everything yourself and just move really slowly, which a lot of people end up doing because mm-hmm. they don't want to like outsource things or they like, they don't know where to turn to or whatever. So I'm still, um, still always trying to find like the right people. But now like I have someone help me. I have someone who helps me write blog posts. I have someone that does like Instagram design work, website design work. I have someone now that does um, graphic design work for the products. So cool. You have like a team. Kind of. They're all freelancers. Um, (laughs) I hope to have a team someday. They're still all freelancers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have someone who helps me with customer service and I just hired someone else to help me like put up blog posts and then potentially manage like my affiliate um, program, like ambassador program. Yeah. Can you, um, okay. So that's super cool. I love all of those ideas and concepts. Can you share a little bit more about your affiliate and ambassador program? Yeah. Um, I think it was like a big turning point for me, at least as far as like gauging people's interest in my brand. Um, the internet is a very interesting place. You can get like people that are totally in love with what you do and like, lift you up with like kindness and generosity and it feels so good. And then Mm -hmm. there are people that will just literally rip you apart and you have to like, you have to just kind of like deal with it and not let your emotions get in the way and like pull through and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, But besides that, wait, (laughs) what was the question? Sorry. I totally forgot. Um, The ambassador program. Oh yeah. Um, So I think when I launched something like that, I realized there were more people than I expected to be interested in like the idea of the brand, mm-hmm. um, which like gives me motivation to like keep pushing because at first you kind of like launch something, but you have to gauge the interest. Like if no one's like interested, it's not something people want or want to see or need, like there's no point in pushing through and like mm-hmm. it's an easy way to just kind of figure out if what you're doing is worthwhile. Um, so after doing that, I realized like there's a lot of people interested in not only in my brand and not only that, but there's a lot of people just interested in like a community like this. And I think that was the bigger picture that I had uncovered from like launching a program like that. Mm-hmm. Um, people just want to be like involved in something. And if people want to start conversations with others about things happening on our planet, um, they want to be surrounded by a group of people that also want to do the same thing and like totally like-minded. Um, so that was, that was just kind of cool to see. And I started off with it using this one system for the program and I've recently revamped it. Um, I was doing that last night. Um, but so yeah. What, what program do you currently use for um, affiliate slash ambassador? Yeah. I'm using this program called Refersion. Um, so it will, people will apply. And then once they apply, I can make a discount code for them and it'll push right to my store. And then they'll make 10% of whatever sale that they bring in with their discount code. Cool. So, yeah. Awesome. It's a, yeah. It's a good way for people like, um, people in college or something to make like some extra side cash. If they have like some, if they have some sort of influence or if they wear an item and people are like, wow, that's so cool. And like, I learned something new. Like what company is that? Like, Totally. Yeah. A lot, a portion of my income is affiliate income as well, just with like some blog posts and whatever that I do. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I tried to do it myself, like being on the other side of it. Um, didn't really work out for me, but I'm not really taking like an influencer approach, I feel. Yeah. And yeah. I do, I think I do need to like figure out more how to like 
I don't know, engage my audience more like an influencer. Um, yeah, I mean, you can, uh, what you're doing, what you're doing is, is awesome. I love what you're doing. And if it feels right to start being a little bit more of an influencer, then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm going to take that route, but if you have any tips on like engaging an Instagram audience, I will be happy to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I can share what I know, but I'm totally learning as well. Like this whole influencer, like social media marketing kind of thing is, is seems so foreign to me. I just like, for me, I just kind of like share what I love. And if people resonate with that, that's awesome. Yeah. But if they don't, then they're not my ideal client anyways. So yeah, which is, which is the way to be too. Like, I think at first I was like trying to just get followers, followers, followers. And now after following like all these gurus and mentors and stuff, they're like, you don't want to just pump up your numbers, your follower account or whatever, just cause like it, it's so much more worth it to you to have a low amount of followers of people that are actually involved and engaged in mm-hmm. what you do than a big amount of followers that are just kind of like passive totally. and like not potential clients or not a potential customer. Um, and then I think just transforming like that mindset too, just, it helps so much. Like, I don't know. I, I can imagine and see influencers and people just getting so caught up in the numbers and it's just, mm-hmm. it's oh, it's so many people do it is it's, and it's, this day and age where everyone's concerned about like society, not everyone, society is concerned about like your influence and how many followers do you have? And you're like, Oh, you have more followers than me. Or this person has more followers than this person or this person unfollowed this person. I saw this really ridiculous like meme or whatever of um, somebody took a screenshot that Khloe Kardashian unfollowed one person and was still following this other person. And it was like a huge, I'm like, who, who cares? Like, yeah, is dying. Like, can we <laughs> yeah. focus on that, please? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I know, I know. It's crazy. And kids nowadays, like, um, instead of like wanting to be some sort of like <laughs> marine biologist or whatever, they want to be influencers, and it's crazy. yeah, they want to be a YouTuber or an Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's like a job title. People make money just being that, <laughs> which is so okay. cool. It's it, so it cool. is cool, but at the same time, it's like scary for the youth sometimes. True. And I just hope that everyone who is interested in that will use their gifts and their powers for good. Versus yeah, exactly. Like tearing people down or negativity, like spreading negativity, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's give the final question that I ask everyone that I have on the podcast. Um, can you share your mission and your message for Educated Earthling and then where everyone can find you? Yeah, sure. So um, for Educated Earthling and everyone out there, I think when you um, learn more about what's happening on the planet, uh, it's your responsibility, I believe, to do something about it. And once you do something about it, tell someone else. And I think word of mouth is the most powerful tool for a lot of things in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have influence every single day with the actions you take um and the clothes you wear <laughs> and the clothes you wear yeah um and the companies you support totally so yeah just be cautious of that and like you said use your power for good because you do have power no matter how small you might feel or how big you might feel we all have 
power. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's what I really want to kind of get out there with Educated Earthling and just encourage people to act on the things that they care about um, and the things that matter. And you can find me at educatedearthling.com or at the, the Instagram tag at Educated Earthling. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So final question that I ask everyone um, that I have on the podcast is what is your number one tip for the listeners on how to raise your vibes? <laughs> you probably know my answer for this. I think just like getting outside, like getting outside and like immersing yourself around nature can just do wonders for you. You don't have to run in the woods. You don't have to hike even if you just sit and you mm-hmm. can think or you can walk and clear your mind. But I, I truly believe, um, I truly believe that has a lot of impact on just your mentality and your mindset and your emotions. Um, so yeah, get outside. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I love that. And I completely agree with getting out and getting, getting your, your nature, getting some earthing in or some grounding in. So yes, I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, and yeah, we'll put all the links to your info in the show notes. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to have you on. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. much. That was awesome. That was so fun. Okay. Glad we got to chat. Oh, wow. Thank you guys so much for listening. That episode was filled with so many little tidbits of great information. And I want to thank Amelia for sitting down with me and having that chat. So I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed recording it. Um, And if you loved it, make sure that you subscribe and rate and leave a review. If you leave a review, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a free human design reading by me. And yeah, I'm going to draw one name every month for the rest of the year. So you guys have plenty of chances to win. And just, yeah, keep sharing and keep on spreading the word about this podcast. I'm so grateful for everyone that has shared it so far and yeah let's just keep making this grow and keep spreading the love and the light and the spirituality around human design and the vegan lifestyle and everything so I appreciate you guys so much and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day or evening or morning or whenever you're listening to this I love you